This is National Native News. I'm Shirley Jihad, in for Antonia Gonzalez. U.S. Interior Secretary Deborah Holland referenced her own family's forced displacement as she acknowledged the 80th anniversary this week of the executive order that started the so-called relocation camps during World War II. Holland toured what's known as Camp Amache in Colorado. She met with Japanese camp survivors and their families. And in a virtual discussion about that event, Holland, the country's first Native American cabinet secretary, relayed her personal connection to forced family separation. As some of you may know, I'm intimately familiar with the forced removal of families from their homes. My maternal grandparents were stolen from their families when they were only eight years old and were forced to live in boarding schools away from their parents, culture, and communities until they were 13. To heal from these types of historical wounds that we carry, it takes a deep reckoning with these truths and a recognition that they have generational impacts. President Franklin Roosevelt, on February 19, 1942, signed the proclamation that led to the forced incarceration of some 120,000 Japanese and Japanese Americans. Many were U.S. citizens. About 7,000 of those were sent to the Granada Relocation Center in Colorado. It's now known as Camp Amachi National Historic Site. A bill to make that location part of the national park system is making its way through Congress. The leader of the U.S. Small Business Administration is making her first visit to Indian country. She's coming to the Navajo Nation to discuss how the American Rescue Plan and the Infrastructure Investment Act can benefit Native American communities. Those two laws include $33 billion in investments for Native American communities. SBA leader Isabella Casillas-Guzman is meeting with Navajo Nation President Jonathan Nez and other tribal officials in Window Rock, Arizona, the tribe's capital. Tonga is back online after a massive blackout that lasted about a month and a half. Internet connections are restored and back up and running on the island nation. The massive volcano five weeks ago shredded the undersea cable that connects Tonga to the rest of the world. Now that that's repaired, residents report receiving emails and Internet calls coming in from family overseas. That volcano January 15th covered Tonga in ash. It prompted tsunamis that flooded lands across the Pacific. The U.S. Supreme Court is hearing oral arguments in two separate cases involving tribal sovereignty. The first case centers on gambling rights and Native American tribes in Texas. The question is whether a Texas state law banning gaming holds or whether the more permissive Indian Gaming Regulatory Act governs the tribe's rights to implement gambling on their land. It's been going through the court systems for decades. The other case the U.S. Supreme Court is hearing today involves double jeopardy. The question is whether rules against double jeopardy apply when a case is first tried in the Court of Indian Offenses, CFR courts. The specific case coming forward involves a Navajo man on trial for domestic violence and assault. He pleaded guilty in the Court of Indian Offenses. There he was sentenced to time served and released. Months later, though, after a broader investigation, he was indicted by a federal grand jury for the same offense and tried in federal court in Colorado. There he was found guilty, and there he was sentenced to 30 years in prison. I'm Shirley Jihad. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Vision Maker Media, currently seeking documentary film proposals for public media television broadcasting that represent the cultures, experiences, and perspectives of Native Americans and Alaska Natives. Deadline for submission is Friday, February 11th at visionmakermedia.org. Support by the American Indian College Fund, providing millions of dollars of scholarships to Native students every year. Applications for the upcoming school year are now accepted at collegefund.org or by phone at 800-766-FUND. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.